What is up, everyone? This is BX Sports Jedi Kev in here for the BX Sports Jedi Network, the Bronx Bomber Strike Back podcast. We have a reaction. We have some news, breaking, breaking news. Of course, the news that everyone knows. It is five o'clock in the afternoon. This is recorded, previously recorded audio. So if you're joining us, this is recorded. This is on a recorded, and we're going to be airing it a little later in prime time. The New York Yankees did sign Aaron Judge. They get their big fish. Aaron Judge will return to the New York Yankees. Nine-year deal. 65 million dollars starting 60 um we saw the video i did yesterday and thank you for the overwhelming support all the warming love thank you for everyone that listened to watch watch the video thank you for the likes thank you for the shares i appreciate it thanks for yankee morning brew for train express mikey mazda as well as chris the flash thank you so much for joining us on that roundtable discussion yes well i thought it would be 375 million dollars for the new york yankees during uh, $275 million, look at me again, $275 million for the New York Yankees to bring Aaron Judge, three sixty-five. million. So, um, one thing I want to say about this, this is remnants, remnants of the Bernie Williams move. Bernie Williams, if you all remembered, if you give you a quick history, everybody knows, Bernie Williams wanted to be a New York Yankee. Uh, Boston Red Sox offer him the almost the same deal. He went back to George Steinbrenner. Uh, Steinbrenner says, Steinbrenner says, do you want to play with the Yankees? He says, yes. All right, I'll match it. He came back. Everyone knows that Hal Steinbrenner is in vacation. Now, I'll get that to that in a moment. Hal Steinbrenner is on vacation in Italy. The, the offer on the table, Judge, uh, I believe it was very contempt, very, very um, teased. Or very conflicted on taking that deal, going to San Francisco. We almost lost Aaron Judge, <clears throat> despite the fact that he signed with the New York, back to with the New York Yankees. Um, I think uh, he was he was really leaning towards that. We also know about the famous tweet that John Heyman Heyman um, put out the the Arson Judge 
I know I was on my way to the tweet came out and I knew it was not going to be any legs to it when he misspelled one. He misspelled it. Um, also, he uh, re- we deleted the tweet. It wasn't he jumped the gun. All that for uh, to me could have been a, a, a tactic, a negotiating tactic where, you know, they want to get the Yankees involved for the last minute, the last hour. Look, give me your best and final offer. He um, one thing I'm going to give Aaron Judge a, a lot of credit. Classy, classy individual dealing this with this free agency. Um, he knows this was a business. He didn't take it personal. Um, a lot of these people might take it personal. Ah, I'm saying um, he made it business-wise. He he made a business decision. He bet on himself first and foremost. He didn't like the two hundred and thirteen million dollar offer the New York Yankees gave him in the season. Great. You know what? He went out there. And he he became a historic figure, American League home run hitting champion. Now belongs to him. And on a walk year, and he just and handled it graciously here. Um, even if he would have signed with the Giants or with the Yankees, I think he handled this whole negotiation, the whole free agency like a class act. And that's why I think um, now that he signs for this nine-year deal, don't don't be surprised if the New York Yankees make him a captain. I know a lot of people says, "What is that?" Well, what is that going to do? It doesn't move the needle, so forth. All the naysayers, whatever. It's still a, a, an honor to be the most one of the most winningest franchise of all of North American sports. You are the captain, the face of it. And uh, for Aaron Judge, that is, a, to me, I think that's a huge honor. Uh, you know, I think me being a uh, kid born and raised in the South Bronx, um, would love to play baseball, uh, to even think about being a baseball player. Um, he's doing one of that. He's became, and to actually be called the captain of the, of the most beloved, fran- at least my beloved franchise, or the, one of the best in the world, uh, to be called the captain, the face of it you know you, you're you're in some really rarefied air you know we all know the captains from manly to jeter munson so forth and to judge and you're you might be uh, the next captain that is an honor and i know he's gonna and he conduct himself with class off and on the field says the right thing um do the right thing so but for what happens in year five nine near eight, near seven, if he breaks down and so forth. Well, if you get Iron Judge, like Hector said on the on Yankee Morning Brew, you get Iron Judge here for strong, five strong years. And then by then, uh, the 20, $27, $24, $27 million uh, Giancarlo Stanton contract comes off the books. Now you could sit, you could slide in Iron Judge to play designated hitter. Now, look, everyone's making it seem Aaron Judge is, is out there being Herman Munster. He is not Herman Munster in the outfield. The guy plays gold glove center field for the New York Yankees in the Major League Baseball in the American League. You know, he has a, a rocket of an arm. He covers ground. He is a he he has if it wasn't that he was six foot seven, six foot eight, uh he probably be, you know, the height. He could play, he moves and he and he covers ground. Now, do you want him to play for many years in center field? Absolutely not. That's why they got the Harris Bader and possibly Brian Reynolds might be, be coming over here. Or you got Jason Dominguez in the pipeline. The point is, you can stick them. You're going to stick them in right field for the next five, six years. When he starts, when the, when the skill sets starts diminishing, look, Father Time gets all of our best players. Then you move him to the designated hitter row. He also has played first base in the minors, so you move him to first base. You you, you worry about that six years from now. Don't worry about that now. Right now, Aaron Judge returning to the New Yankees brings the Yankees back into the playoffs. Now. The playoffs is 50-50 um, crapshoot. <clears throat> so what's the point of having a 100-win season 
all the year, all the time. We haven't won a World Series with the, without with, with Aaron Judge. Well, since 2017, the Yankees have been in contention of getting into the not even getting the postseason. You know, stamping their names in the postseason, and possibly you never know. You know, you baseball is it's it's right now as we've seen it, just like hockey. When you get into the postseason, if you ride the the hand of, of your starting, you're as good as your starting pitching. And if you get if you get two hot starting pitching, two or even one hot starting pitching and a very good bullpen, which the Yankees have that he has that they have that formula. They have you know they have to rebuild their bullpen again, which they're doing. Kantani gave me sign, you know, Holmes. They they're stacked uh, in their bullpen. Do would you we would have loved the butterfly closer? Absolutely, but he's not available in the in the free agent market. Kenny Henson signed with the Boston Red Sox. I wasn't so hot on Henson uh, Jensen as a closer. I don't when I think of Dominic Closer, I don't his name doesn't pop out to me. You know, he's not no Edwin Diaz, you know, um, um you, you know, or, or any other of these um high prior uh, class A. You know, I I don't think of a closer. I'm going to think of uh, Jensen. Um, you know, I know he he closed for the Dodgers and so forth, but doesn't move the needle for me personally. Maybe the you know claims you know he just fatigued a shoulder arm fatigue and he just had it the wrong time. Maybe now you know what is going through this. He they don't know how to pace him and so forth. You know you know so they I believe in the Yankees going to get back to their power arms and becoming Yankee bullpen strong again. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule that out personally. Um, right now, Judge is back. They made they they look Yankees never leave their own walk away if they don't want to. Robinson Cano, of course, there was something more that meets the eye with Robinson Cano. In my opinion, he took the Seattle contract. I think there was a game of paid. Also, it was the first year of, of uh, the JC company um, to represent. That was their first free ticket, big fish ticket. They got him a big contract. All that. It was a perfect storm for my opinion for Robinson Cano to not be a part of the New York Yankees. And it worked fine. It worked fine there for Seattle. They, and they, of course, you saw that they reacted. They had plan B. I think they had plan B for Judge. You know, but I love the fact that back to the story with Hal Steinbrenner, Hal was is in Italy vacationing. On the when Heyman misspoke of the tweet, what all that, whatever the hell happened, the Yankees called in. He got involved. He did what George Steinbrenner would have done. He acted like his father. He called up Judge. What is you want to do? You want to come back as a New York Yankee? Do you want to be home? Aaron Judge says yes. Apparently, I'll match that offer. Give you the same money for money from the Giants. Now, a mystery team. You know how it always goes. There's always a mystery team that gets in, that stick their nose in the business, tries to come out of nowhere, and, and pretty woman the situation. And it was the San Diego Padres. San Diego Padres, I do not know where the hell they get all this money from. Um, you know, I guess there's a lot of money in Petco. I mean, a lot of money. I mean, of course, people love their pets, and, and they go crazy buying stuff. Cheap plug for Petco. But uh, they came in with an offer, 10-year, $400 million. You know, it was like, whoa. Um, I think it, a judge already have given his word as a true gentleman um, to how and they matched it and he agreed um, if this would have gotten another 24 hours. Now, the notion that, oh, people got it wrong. Judge was coming to San Diego. Um, he was going to San Diego, but not to the mentor meetings, folks. He was going to San Diego for a connecting flight. He was going to Hawaii with his wife, celebrate his one year anniversary in Hawaii. They got married. Remember, they got married last year in Hawaii. And this year, they're, they're going back to celebrate that. Now, one thing about the contract with, with Aaron Judge, it's agreed upon 
due to a physical. He has to take a physical, and he, you know, to put ink to paper. If you're a judge going into Hawaii, my opinion, my opinion, my uh, concern, my everything, stay in the hotel. Hey, you know what? Stay in the hotel. Stay by the beach. Sit, relax, put your feet up, get a couple massage. Don't do no jet skiing. Don't do no uh, zip line. Don't please stay away from volcanic uh, uh, activities. Stay away from the hiking. And <laughs> just get back in one piece, physically, a hundred percent healthy. Because then the contract is void, and we're going back to um, bending back in a hamster wheel of turds. And I do not want that. I want you to be healthy. I want you to sign with the Yankees. We want to have that press conference, and we want to name you the next captain. So enjoy your vacation in Hawaii, but do not, do not get injured, Mr. Aaron Judge. So he is signed. I love the fact that that how got in. But for how to be in this important situation here to free agency and the decision making about opening up his wallet, go of this threshold, yes or nay, or, or important situation. I know, hey, look, right now, this is modern time. You could get in communication with anybody anywhere from, you know, you want to tweet. Uh, I mean, Go back in bird and, and, and pigeons. But my point is there's a way of getting to Al Steinbrenner in that yacht in Lake Como in Italy. Um, but I would have loved him to be closer to the vest, um, to be closer here. I know um, to this, this is important. This is your franchise. For us, at least Yankee fans, to us, this is very important. That's why shows, and I understand why the fan base gets on how he kind of treated it like a business. Uh, you know, the Yankees, oh, it's a business. We can't, money-wise. But for us to... One thing here for us as fan base to call him really cheap, we can't call um, Hal cheap. Not because he signed Aaron Judge here. He, we got three players with over three two hundred million dollar contracts on the roster. You could say three hundred two three three of three hundred million dollar contracts in Judge Dan and and um, uh, Cole. That's a lot of money. And he and he wants to win, but something for us maybe it might not because of the results on the on the field may not be the right decision, the right players. We always want to upgrade players, underachieve. We want to get rid of them, and so forth, so far. But the Yankees are spending money. The point is that they, they made the money. They they signed their man. The Yankees did not get let out. Was not outbid. Was not all outmatched by other teams. San Francisco had a lot of money as well. <clears throat> but think about it. If Judge would have went to San Francisco, they're lacking pitching. Their number one starter is on the free agent market. And we're now and that's why I'm gonna pivot now to Carlos Rendon. San Francisco doesn't seem like they're gonna bring their number one starter back in a league where you need pitching, especially if you're gonna be in that National League West with the Dodgers, the Padres, you know, um they're they're stacked. You know, they're they're stacked there and you need to you need pitching. First and foremost, you need pitching, and for them to let Rendon, a lefty, go with, you know, you have the Juan Sotos and and, and, and company, Muncie and company, and you're going to let them go. Um, I, me, personally, everybody would like Rendon to come with the New York Yankees and sign for the New York Yankees. I kind of like it, too, at a number. I'm talking about maybe $27 million a year, although Rendon is looking for 30 probably for six years. Do you do it? You want to do it because that's how much time I think you're going to get the best of the best of Aaron Judge, and you want pitching. 
Rendon will be 36. Pitchers have been pitching. You look at Verlander, look at, look at Scherzer. They're pitching into the 40s, and they're pitching well. Uh, Rendon already has had his surgery, his Tommy John surgery, so I don't think um, I think he's going to be durable. I don't think he's going to break down. I don't think he will, uh, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, he don't have any more arm troubles. Doesn't, um, you know, rarely what happens. So it'll be a good investment um, for lefty if they bring Rendon. You make that bulk, you make that starting pitching stat. You got you get Cole, uh, say Rendon signs, Severino, you know, uh, Nestor Cortez, Frankie Montas on a walk year. I mentioned we mentioned that yesterday on the on the screen when, when I had the guys on, you know, and also you could you have a Domingo Herman Schmidt if you don't trade. You know, you have other guys, you know, minor um, young guys that you could bring up in your system that you're going to give spot start. You, you, Yankees, personally, if, they, if, if there is money here to they, even with this signing, because but look at this judge is going to make 40. 42 million. You lose no 20 million from Chapman. You also from Brayton and pretty much say paid for the Aaron Judge contract. And you bring him some more levers. You you bring you know what you could promote younger kids you know up and let them pitch that Chapman or the you know you probably get the same amount or even better results what you get from a Chapman and Brayton last season. I'm not saying all in all body of work from last season. I think that's why it makes sense to. That's why the judge move makes sense where you could sign a uh, Rendon going forward. You could add that to that payroll. Also, I would like to see the Yankees take a flyer or, or tick, kick the tires, get an offer, find out what is it going to cost if it's and have a number in mind. I keep saying it. I say it all time and time again. I said it, Jalai. I'm I'm a fan. I want them to see if they could get Noah Syndergaard into New York. I believe bring Noah Syndergaard back. He went. He got. He took. He guided the Philadelphia Phillies into the World Series, the National League run. They they and he knows how to pitch in New York City. One thing he has public enemy. He does not like some reason those pitchers, those young pitchers for the, that went. Guided the New York Mets to the World Series. They all have a chip on the shoulder against the Mets organization. I have no idea what the hell is going on over there. You know, I know Steve Cohen is the new owner and so forth, whatever. You know, the Wolpons are out, but that that stigma <clears throat> of these guys when it comes from Wheeler. Uh, you saw the ground bailed out on the Mets. You also see here Zindegard. Um, even Tyone Walker bailed left. I know that the Mets weren't thinking about bringing him back anyway. Tyone Walker signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, uh, you know, another haven, another Mets haven uh, location. When they leave the Mets, they go to the Phillies. Um, uh, he signed. He's going back. He's going to Philadelphia. So the Mets are going to see a Tyone Walker, you know, in their division. And and something about that where these pitchers, they go to Philadelphia and they excel. They, they, they dislike New York uh, Mets. And if I'm the Yankees, I'm calling to see, uh, you know, I, you know, he made 23 million last year, uh, 23 million last year for the Phillies pitch. Well, got him in the postseason. He already had a sit arm surgeries. He's probably getting his arm is getting stronger. You saw how he pitched in the playoffs. And I think he's excelling. Also, the stigma you with the big bag Yankee store. You could sell a lot of the Thor. He did it with the Mets. Um, you do the Thor's things, the, the all that marketing. But the caveat. Stick it to the Mets every time you go out there. Back page. And the Mets got to see you excel and do it with the paint stripes. My goodness. If you could get them for $24, $25 million, you give me, you know, if you're telling me four, four, three, uh, four years, 110, 107, or whatever, you know, a little bit over 25, 25 and a half, 26, 
per year, you you would give yourself a safety blanket because if Montas doesn't work out, you can move. You can let Montas walk and and sign another you know a deal elsewhere. Where at the end of the year you still have a starter there to save because the Yankees do not have any young up and coming pitchers that is going to be majorly ready to step in. I know that they high on Clark Schmidt. Um, we saw Clark Schmidt. Uh, He's got to take a big step next season. He was excelled in the bullpen. I don't know if he's starter worthy. We don't know about that. He has the stuff. He has all the pitching, but I don't know if he put it together. But so personally, I would like that. I, you know, the Yankees don't. I know everyone wants to see Correa come to the New York Yankees. I think the Giants will because the Giants lost out on giving that big contract to the to Judge, and they got to bring in someone big in that fan base because you tease the fans. You tease the fans on bringing this big fish, and if you don't do nothing or pivot to bringing players afterwards, it's not going to look good. I think uh, the market is heating up for Xander Bogarts. The Padres look like they're in. They really want a shortstop. Although Carrera, you know, I, I will go with Swanson. If I'm, the, if I'm, you know, Swanson might end up with San Diego. We ain't going to cost him an arm and a leg too high. Um, you could bring him in there, good, solid player. You don't need him to to do the offensive heavy lifting. Just want him to play some solid defense, play and hit. Tommy hitting, you got the big guy guns there already that hit, you know, in Machado, uh, uh, Tatis, and so forth, and Soto, and so forth. You could bring in that Swanson where a lot of pressure. I think that would be a great destination for for Swanson. I like him for the, you know, a little bit, you know, for the because of the ABA, the money value that you could get for. It's not going to cost the Yankees too much for the Yankees personally. Also, Sandra Bogarts. I know the 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 Red Sox now they sound Jensen. I don't know if they'll they you know. Bogarts might be their number one priority, but I'm telling you, if another play, another organization offers him a contract, uh, three years, you know, with some money that he thinks is respectful, I think he'll say goodbye to Boston. I think he'll be gone. I don't, I don't see him returning to Boston because he's gonna feel that they, he, you know, they, they also got Jeter Downs there, um, and, and I don't think he's, he doesn't feel loved or appreciated by the Red Sox. That's just the way it looks, the tea leaves. But uh, Sander Bogarts. I know folks don't kind of, I kind of do like him. I personally said, I mentioned it last yesterday with the guys on the round table. I, I say that uh, Xander Bogart, he idolizes Jared Jeter. He wears number two. He loves the, the shortstop position. He played in the American League East. He knows the up and down. He knows the, how to hit in the American League East, Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, Topper Canna Field, Camden Yards, so forth. American League player championship pedigree with the Red Sox who played, who knows about our postseason, the expectation levels, all that a makeup, I believe that will be a great addition, especially coming over to the New York Yankees. Uh, you know, you now that Jeter's more active, you know, and no longer president uh, of operations in the, in the Marlins. You see him more with the Yankees. You see him more, as I think, teasing um, Derek Jeter kind of being in the Yanks Yes Network booth at times for a couple games just to come in or, or on the Yes Network analyst, whatever the case is, uh, a job possibly with the Yes Network talk uh, commenting. He'll be around the team. The point is he'll be around the team now. Bogarts is a fan. You could probably get him here. Um, you know, you, you you could possibly get Bogarts. Then now, what if you do get Bogarts, here's my scenario personally. I know you you can't go out and spend money like a drunken sailor. You know, a $260 million payroll. I understand the Yankees don't want to go over that third luxury tax, the coin tax. I get it. It's a business. Business, these millionaires, these billionaires do not make money making stupid decisions. They're smart. They're the reason why they continue to multiply their billions. Um, I believe that 
they will exploit. If there's no Bogarts is possibly on the table or any of the shortstop, or even if they stay with Bope and, and Peraza, um, I, I still think there's a world where you could actually move an IKF to free up $6 million. You could eat Donaldson's money. You could, you, you know, you could eat. 15 out of the 20 and Hamlin with $10 million, you sign a prospect. You could still share, share uh, payroll with Aaron Hicks. You could, right there is like almost $35 million that you could try to move. You might have to ask someone one of your pick, one of your picks or international signing bonus money because the Yankees do have that or opportunities. I believe that they could move. I would also try to exploit a trade partner for Glaber Torres. I am a fan of Glaber Torres. I, I mentioned my son's for Christmas, I wouldn't mind. The next jersey that I would love to have gotten would it would be Glaber uh, Torres. I'm a big fan. I am a fan of Torres. I've got everyone, but you know, I just need Torres right now. But I'm going to hold off on it because I'm right now advocating, possibly dangling the carrot that's called Glaber Torres. If you're not going to sign Carlos Rendon, or if you want to do Rendon, and I would try to see if I could get Torres to try to get a pitcher. Uh, you know, I know Yankees need a market for a big, strong number one pitcher. I don't know if in Milwaukee will do Woodrow, will will do Burns, or you know, you look around. I know we talk about Pablo Lopez last year, <clears throat> or another uh, pitchers like that um, on there. Um, you could always make the conversation call. I know we were talking about Pittsburgh, Ryan Reynolds, um, uh, Bernard uh, for the reliever closer. If they want to do that with Torres, you know, you got to center around Torres, one of the short, one of the short stuff. I know they got O'Neill Cruz. We were mentioning that. I just want to rehash a little bit what we talked about yesterday around the round table. Well, I know they have O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz is six foot seven. Uh, you know, it's you don't see a six foot seven shortstop. You can move him at a third base. He has a third baseman body. You bring in, you know, you could do a Peraza, and you can still keep a Lope, or you either or flip flop. Uh, you know, uh, you know Austin Wells. You you could make moves there, and Glaber Torres could be a center. Or you could, you know, back at the Bendintendi, you bring in a Brian Reynolds, you may you bring a closer in Bernard, and you have yourself some uh, a, a nucleus there. I also a little bit, you could you could move. You also have Oswaldo Cabrera. Oswaldo Cabrera is a player who could play multiple positions with DJ LeMahieu. I know DJ LeMahieu with his foot. We don't know. He hasn't had the surgery. They're trying to say avoid surgery, but personally, I think he's going to end up with surgery, and I will hate it because it's going to happen near. When about the season is going to start, he's not going to be ready for opening day. That's just my opinion. I'm throwing that out there. I want love. If you're going to get the surgery now, don't fart around. Get healed up. Get ready because and be done with it. Because when you're trying to without surgery, it's going to be you're going to. It's going to. I think it's going to eventually. That's an inedible. And I want. I want DJ fully healthy because that bat is very, 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 very intriguing in that lineup. But, but the point is, you exploit you exploit a, a trade for Torres. You try to see if you can get these um, arbitrage contracts in in a Donaldson final year. Um, Aaron Hicks, you know, it's going to be tough. You know, personally, if Aaron Hicks comes back as the fourth outfielder, I'm not. It's not a bad thing. Personally, when it's a new season, fresh new start. You know, he could be that fourth outfielder. I won't play him every day. I won't be, you know, starting center fielder. No way. I'll play him, you know, he's a switch hitter who can hit. I'll find out which, you know, you'll whichever way he comes out hot in spring training, that's when he's going to he's gonna hit. If he's hitting left, if he's hitting lefties, he's going to be the right-handed um, platoon. If he's hot, if he's hot against the left, uh, the right-handed hitting, he'll be my lefty, you know, to come in whenever there's a tough lefty that you want to give, you know, a, a, a day off, a spell here and here and there. That's what I. That's the way I would play it. And if you try to get um, Ben Nintendi, Ben Nintendi, 
um, between Bennett, if, we, if we're not going to go with the Brian Reynolds and we need to sign a left fielder, because I, I basically think you do need a left fielder for the Yankee Stadium. You need a left fielder who could play that defensive-minded, um, who's a contact hitter. Benintendi fits the bid. I know we didn't see much of him. He left us with um, Monty Moore. But trust me, he, he, he could, he's a good left fielder. I know the talks of Brandon Nimmo. If I, my personal opinion, my preference, I would have ta- I would have liked to take Andrew Benintendi over Brandon Nimmo. That's just me. I know Brandon Nimmo is, is hustles and all that good stuff when he walks and does that. He, you know, he's a tough, gritty player. Maybe that 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 Brett Garner role that we as Yankee fans would appreciate and love. I know Mets fans love him, but he's going to command 150 million dollars. I think you get him less. I think you get Benintendi for less, in my opinion. You know, that's why I'm surprised. Um, good job on Corin Bellinger going for 17 million over to the Cubs. If we knew him, but then everybody would have panicking. Oh, they're Ben Benger. He's going to take Judge's spot. But, um, you know, that ship sailed. Thank God that passed. But I, I would have loved Ben Attendee personally as I want him back as a left fielder. Um, if you can't make that move for Reynolds and, and, and we don't know, you know, is there another team out there <coughs> with a center fielder or an outfield piece that we do not know? We hey, that's why the winner final day of the winter meetings Wednesday, uh, December seventh. Anything can happen. Talks um, doesn't mean that talks will break down. There might be engaging starting talks. We'll keep. We'll you know let's take the break for a moment here after the winter meetings holiday, and we'll get we'll reengage on some trade talks. Maybe I think at this winter meetings, I think the free agency is what's moving. I think after the holidays, after the free agency, kind of all the dust kind of settles a little bit, all the big fishes, is when we're going to start seeing the trade wheeling and dealing after this, after the Christmas break. That's just my opinion. I mean, you know, remember, they, these rosters want the guys want to start getting in January, and I think immediately because there's a World Baseball Classic, they want to see who's getting who, who's going to get protected, what new teams, who's not going to play for, um, you know, for the prospective countries, so forth like that. So that's just my opinion on that one there. Um, all in all, for the Yankees here, return back to the New York Yankees. Um, we'll see. We'll see what they'll do here. Um, again, my wish list personally, I want to, if it's Rendon and Syndergaard personally, you know, I would have mind those two, alone, you know, and then give me Ben Nintendi in left field. That's the way. And if they don't do nothing else, I'm fine with that. Be honest with you. Um, I'll be fine with that. If we, if or my next case scenario, if you don't do Syndergaard, give me Bogarts. And then try to trade Torres with, with you know, Torres or, or Peraza, Wells. Just, just something there to try to get then something, you know, maybe you want to get number one starting pitching, um, you know, one of the uncontrollable kids out there. I don't know if that will get it done. It's hindsight is, you know, wish, wishing well, wishing, you know, it's, you know, hypotheticals. You know, even if you don't get Bogarts. Or if you don't, even if you don't sign Benintendi, if you could do that move where you, uh, not Benintendi, um, Sander Bogarts. If you don't get Bogarts at your shortstop position, you could put Velope, you still got IKF. You could get, you could try to see Torres with, of course, I want to mention Austin Wells, you know, if we go talk to Pittsburgh, you know, if you, you know, go get it. Especially if Judge is not going to stay here for so long, you know, you, you might, maybe Jason Dominguez become expendable. Maybe now with judges staying here and you got Spencer Jones. Remember that name, folks. We mentioned him on the podcast yesterday. Spencer Jones, um, he might be a name. Uh, he's another six foot seven, six foot eight in the minor leagues. He's tearing up the, the single A in the minor league system for the New York Yankees. A name there who's just a monster. You know, you, you know, and if that guy is projected the way they think of, maybe, maybe, maybe the Martian becomes expendable. 
you know, maybe Jason Dominguez does become expendable where you might want to make a move. You know, if the Yankees think they have just enough here to get over the hump against Astros. The Astros took a took a hit losing Verlander. I know they got Abreu as a first baseman, but it's pitching, pitching, pitching. I still think the Yankees need another frontline starter who could who could get it there. You know, we're hoping that uh, this guy, Montas, picks up the slack. We lost Jamerson Tyone. He is now a Cub. Good job on him, by the way, getting that good contract for the Cubs. Cubs need pitching. Tyone is a decent pitcher. He pitched well for the Yankees. Not great. He was good. He was serviceable. He he did his. He was a good number four starter. Good job there for from him. Good job him for the Cubs. Um, they get him going in there. So, personally, good luck there to Jason Jamison Tyone. It, I have nothing negative really to say with him. him you know. He was a really good pitcher when we needed him to pitch last season when we were doing a losing streak. He, he, he kept the Yankees in on a lot of games. You know, we knew that he wasn't nothing, you know, he wasn't going to be overpowering, but he was decent. And and you could ask for give us a chance. Um, Tyone delivered. So good luck there with, with the Cubs, in my opinion. Um, and, and good luck. I know that's Cole's best friend there on the team, but this is a business at the end of the day there. So let's see what the Yankees do. Let's see what your thoughts there. Um, if you are listening to this this is this was recorded earlier so we're going to air this a little later while i'm on the next broadcast so i just wanted to record it and have it there um don't forget to hit to watch us on the audio platform anywhere you hear the audio this is will be on the audio platform on apple google spotify speaker anywhere you get your audio uh in amazon music in iheart radio so hit that like subscribe follow us whenever we do any of the audio platform or here on the YouTube, like on the Facebook app, the Twitch, and the LinkedIn, anywhere you see us, um, Rumba, you name it, you got it. Support us, BX Sports Jedi Network. On Bomber Strike Back, particularly, this is the Yankee well, podcast. We also do all the MMA weekly with Austin and Chef Dan. They break down all the MMA fights. Heal the Ring podcast with wrestling as well. The Jets Alorian, all about the Jets, the Giants with Chef Dan Report. And in Rangers Town Republic, New York Rangers as well. So we really appreciate you guys watching along. Don't forget to support our friends in the Yankee War Chain Express, Mikey Mazda, and Chris The Flash, SHT. So please check it out. Their 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 shows are their shows or their links are in the community board of the Jedi Network. Just click onto them. They'll, they, you see their videos there. I share a lot of their videos or on the social media, the Twitter, Twitterverse, and just follow along and tell them I send you. Zombie X send you. And again, thank you for supporting the Bronx Bombers Strike Back. We probably have a couple more videos for 2022 to do on the Yankees perspective. And I know the year ain't out yet. It's, even though it's, wow, can't believe it's December 7th, but we'll talk a little more about the Yankees before the year comes through there. But I wanted to thank everyone for supporting to the Yankees watch along, Jerome Peralta, Maria. <clears throat> Thank you for, for your support, as well as Michael Caputo from It's Over the Yanks. I know he's all over the place. The Pope of Sports, you know, passionate. Uh, Davar, counting cigars. Davar, always, 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 always providing the BX Sports Jedi Network cigars. I got my cigars from Davar. Thank you, Davar. Uh, I just took it out of the humidor today. Just took it out of the humidor. So, you know, I'm just trying to get passed through a cough. I want to enjoy this. Um, cigar probably probably for christmas eve 
Um, hopefully this cough and this uh, upper respiratory infection leaves finally and I can enjoy the Monte Cristo that you sent. So Dave R. Counting Cigar, a friend of the program, watch along, always blesses us with cigars and he's a good supporter so I wanted to shout you out, definitely. Of course, all the Yankee fans that watch along with us every time we put a stream, you know, from, you know, from, from Logan Howell. You know, um, all, all the all the names. I know it's so many of you guys, but I do remember each and one of you at the moment. I just wanted to thank you and shout you guys out in this video. Judges, enjoy. Um, Steve, Steve, I know Steve. Steve Feltman um, was saying, Judge is leaving. He's back, my friend, Steve. I know I'm going to see you on the, on the next podcast later on, but while we air this. So just wanted to shout you out. Uh, I know, look, I appreciate everyone that listens to me and gives me your time and i really appreciate it i want to thank you personally so the bronx bombers i don't think they're finished we'll be talking some more videos of some signings the pitching um looks like they you know i think they'll get some things done because i believe before christmas the ninth 20th before that week uh they want to do the yankee press conference in yankee stadium with all you know how beautiful yankee stadium look with the christmas trees and stuff Naming Judge the captain, bringing their free agent signings, you know, all that press conference stuff. And, of course, the beat writers want to go eat some shrimp in Yankee Stadium. But, you know, so I, <laughs> I digress. So, again, thank you again. We appreciate you guys. This is BX Sports Jedi Network thanking you guys. Hey, may the Bronx Bombers strike back, baby. See you later. Do not hesitate. Show them mercy. Don't know the power of the dark side. Remember, the force will be with you.